Investing in your own growth and self-development isn't selfish, it's self-care. This is the Rebranded Podcast, the show where we hear about personal development and career growth. You'll learn what it takes to highlight yourself on your resume and beyond your resume. Remember, it's never too late to rebrand yourself and your career. I'm Tanikia, and this is the Rebranded Podcast. Hi guys, today we will, we will be discussing networking, developing beneficial relationships with special guest Jeremy in our Shropshire. He was born and raised in Hammond, Louisiana, and is the proud magnum cum laude graduate of Xavier University of Louisiana, where he earned a Bachelor's of Science in Chemistry with an Honors in Chemistry and Theology in 2017. At Xavier, Jeremy was an undergraduate researcher in an organic chemistry lab. He has done research for Xavier University, University of Michigan, and Louisiana State University Health Sciences Center. Also at Xavier, he was a minority access to career scholar, a Ronald E. McNair scholar, and a general chemistry researcher. He also was Director of Academic Services for his beloved Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. After Xavier, Jeremy matriculated at Columbia University School of Professional Studies on a full scholarship via the HBCU Fellowship and has since earned a Master's of Science in Bioethics. His graduate thesis was entitled, Are the Behaviors Associated with ADHD? within the Black community, more a result of environmental trauma or genetics. In October of 2018, he published a book entitled The Black Mind, A Compass to Enlightenment and Success, a book which focuses on providing solutions to some of the critical problems within the Black community. In March of 2019, he expanded his vision to the Liberators podcast, a media platform designed to promote physical, psychological, spiritual, and financial freedom. His podcast has has grown to have over 50 hours of content, 3,000 listens, 14 countries, and a weekly audience of of over 60 people. So, Jeremy, welcome to my podcast. How you doing? (laughs) Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. No problem. All right, so when I looked up the definition of network, this is what I found. Mm-hmm. The action or process of interacting with others to exchange information and develop professional or social contacts. Does this mean the same for you? Do you agree? Definitely. I, I definitely agree with that definition. Um, I think that uh, when you expand into wanting to network and really being intentional about it, it can have some some very beneficial benefits. Cool. Yeah, so I'm going to ask you a few questions. Um, Just give me your honest opinion. And, um, yeah. So uh, what does networking look like for you, and how do you network? Um, Network for me, um, I like to to really go into a situation and have some type of uh, plan about what I'm doing as far as, uh, you know, how to build relationships with people, um, and really just being mindful of, uh, you know, establishing uh, connections that I feel will be 
important in the future. So, you know, if I go into a, a room, I want to know who's there, why they're there, what they're offering, and as well as knowing what I bring to the table as well. I think that's important for uh, really establishing the type of network that's um, beneficial to you. Because if I go in and I establish, uh, you know, connections with people that aren't in my field, they aren't doing what I'm doing, Mm -hmm. you know, they're kind of pointless, uh, to be honest. Yeah, I was Uh just thinking that, like, Mm -hmm. I like how you said you want to know who's there, because if you came to a networking event with a bunch of human resource people that I work with. I mean, that wouldn't be beneficial to you. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's sometimes how people get into, you know, wasting their time, to be honest. They try to go to everything, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? They're trying to be here and they're spreading themselves too thin. So they, you know, inevitably wind up being, uh, they, they don't really have impact you know, where they could really be most useful. So um, I'm just always mindful of where I'm going and why I'm there. And, you know, uh, chances are if I go to a networking event, nine times out of ten, I somebody has invited me there and I kind of know what that demographic is, is looking like. Mm-hmm. You know, I try to find out, okay, this the person is there, try to make sure that I establish a genuine connection, represent myself. Uh, to the best of my ability, because I believe that a big part of networking is um, being able to put this best image of yourself out there, you know, because reputation is everything. You know, yeah. you don't want to have a persona that when you go into a room, they're like, oh, here he go. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, I try to be very uh, thoughtful about, you know, how I approach people. Am I mannerable? Am I professional? Um, my hygiene, things of that nature, but I'm sure we're getting to that a little bit more. Uh, yeah. 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 So while you're speaking of that, you can um, go on and tell me and the listeners, uh, what do you think the most important skills are to successfully network? I would definitely say um, communication is one. Uh, being able to have whatever vision it is that you have, or whatever it is that you bring to the table, being able to clearly communicate that to another person. Um, I think that being able to really establish a genuine connection with people, because I think that I'm, I'm really big on energy and I think that Mm -hmm. people can feel when, you know, you're not being, you know, truthful and honest with them about, what it is that you're there, your intentions, uh, things of that nature. Also, um, I would say um, when you go into a room, um, definitely understand what do you want to come out of that situation with? You know what I mean? What what it is that you want to gain from that networking experience. Um, also, being able to, to, to work, you know, with different, groups of people and not being judgmental, I think is a, a important thing. And also being fearless. You, you have to be fearless. Like, I think that that might be, um, <laughs> I can't yeah, even, one of the top skills. Right. I can't even, you know, put a, put a value on how important being fearless is because I think that that, that's something that hurt me early on with networking. Um, it's just, you know, having like this, this timid 
kind of personality about going into a situation that was unknown. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's people that you probably never met before, and you have to establish those relationships. Um, I think college did a very good, you know, job of putting me in those situations. And, um, you know, when I first started college, like, I wouldn't go to a networking event by myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would have to have my friends. Are you going? <laughs> All right, I'll go then. You know, but <laughs> as I got older, I began to understand that, like, you can't wait on somebody, you know what I mean, to do something that you need to be doing yourself anyway. You know, so yeah. if I if I feel like a networking event is important and I need to be there, I'm going. You know what I mean? So I, mm-hmm. I don't uh, have, you know, any type of reserve about going. You know, I'm going in, I'm building relationships. You know, I, I let that whole little introverted side of myself, I just let that go. You know what I mean? Because you can't be like that and build your network, you know, Uh, because I think, uh, you know, when you go into a situation and you're fearful, that comes off Mm -hmm. to other people, too. Yeah. And they sense that almost like as a lack of confidence. Like, oh, he's not serious about what he's doing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He's sweating. You know what I mean? He's shaking. (laughs) What is wrong with him? You know? (laughs) Um. So I, I think that's an important thing. Like, you got to be fearless. You can't be worried about, you know, what this person might think of you, what that person might think of you, because a lot of times it's just in your head anyway, you know? Yeah. I feel like I um, that may be something that I personally struggle with. Mm-hmm. Um, I get, like, so nervous, and I start, like, sweating and stuff if I have to talk to somebody yeah. like that I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm cool with. Um, starting conversations and stuff but if it's like for a company or just people that are much higher than me I feel like sometimes I can be a bit intimidated um but how would you say like what is the best approach or you found to be the best approach that works for you I think just being knowledgeable and competent about what you know you know because I think that a networking event brings people together that have different skill sets right so, you know, if you coming in with a with an HR perspective, be the best human resource person that you could be. You know what I mean? You coming in and you're like, okay, there's nothing that somebody could tell me that I don't know about human resource. And I think that when you have that level of confidence and competency, it takes away a lot of the nervousness that you have. You know, mm-hmm. because what I found is that when I went into situations unprepared, I hadn't done my research properly, things of that nature. Then I'm I'm timid. I'm on edge the whole time. I'm like, what could they ask me? You know what I mean? What what you know what could they come up with? But um, when I had done my research, when I had really understood the topic that I was there, and I understood what I was able to bring to the table and what I was able to offer, it took a lot of that fear away. You know, because I was very, um, you know knowledgeable and you know it I just felt this level of like confidence that you know I'm here to contribute as well and mm-hmm. I think too like when like when you say you know you can be around uh in my case you know you could be around doctors PhDs and things that nature you like look you really look up to these people to be honest mm-hmm. um you know you're trying to get where they are in life and you start to think almost that like what 
people call imposter syndrome. Yeah. Like you start feeling like, do I really belong in this room? Yeah, you belong. If not, they wouldn't have invited you there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good way to look at it. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think uh, feeling like you belong somewhere and understanding that you contribute a very original viewpoint uh, as well. You know, because a lot of them, I find, too, that a lot of my best uh, networking events where I felt like I established very strong connections with people were around things that were absolutely not related to you know, my field at all. You know, I mm-hmm. get to talking to people about sports or, you know, um, about books or things of that nature. And we connect on that. You know, we get like a genuine connection going and then we get into, you know, the the particular careers of why we're there at the event. But a lot of the connections that I've established in networks is being able to establish a personal connection with somebody. Because, I think that that are things that last a whole lot longer anyway, you know, because if I, yeah. if, if we're all at a chemistry event, it would be like, if me and you are at a chemistry event and everybody's talking to you about chemistry all day, all day, all day, all day, it's hard to distinguish yourself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it becomes very hard. To, everybody was talking to you about chemistry all day. But if I come up to you and tell you, man, you know, um, we we might identify like we might have a favorite ice cream that we like or something like that or a favorite show you know what I mean and yeah. we get to talking about that you're gonna remember me yeah because you're like okay that's the dude oh you the guy that like Ozark let's say you know what I mean mm-hmm. oh you the guy that like that and I think that when you establish those those really genuine genuine connections are the most important thing in networking because if not like your your relationship will never go past surface level. Everything that somebody does with you will be business, you know, like. And, you right. know, when we doing business things, it's not like, I can't really call that a network. You know what I mean? It would be like a plumber. I don't have a genuine connection with my plumber. I don't. Mm-hmm. It's only a business transaction. So, you know, somebody like that is easily replaceable. You know, in the network, I could just get you out. You know what I mean? But I think yeah. that when you establish somebody you know, you know, you, you really vibe with them, it's hard to replace that person. So, you know, we don't want to be replaceable in network. <laughs> <laughs> so do you feel like your biggest challenge when you first started networking was being an introvert or something else? Yeah, definitely. You know, I, I like I said, you remember when you first met me? You know, chances are you probably talked to me first. And I had to get out of it. You know what I mean? Of just, now I go into a room and I'm, you know, that my immediate response is, how's everybody doing? Mm-hmm. You know, just right off that. So I'm I'm already building or attempting to build a network the minute I walk in the room. So I was They don't notice you. Right, exactly. They're like, oh, okay, he spoke to everybody. Because sometimes I walk in rooms and like I said, going back to this thing, you got to be fearless. The rooms are so cold. Like, yep. nobody's talking to nobody. But the people that they know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They're in these little cliques of three and four. You know, so, I mean, you can't walk into a New York City brunch event and be like, hey, I hear everybody. Do-. You can't do that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> at an event like that. 
But if I'm at like a, a sit down event um, and kind of everybody's talking, that's the first thing that I do is walk in and introduce myself to everybody, you know, shake hands. I used to shake hands. You know, now we know this COVID yep. situation. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be doing a lot of elbow bumping. But, um, yeah, I go in and I, I try to, you know, establish that first on. But early on, you know, before I got to college, yeah, that that was that was a hard thing for me because I was like, if if I didn't feel like you like me, I didn't want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. If if I felt if I felt any type of you know energy that you didn't like me, and that could be anything. You could just blank face look at me. Oh, they don't like me. I, I'm not gonna talk to them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or they or they might, you know, anything. Nobody's talking in here, so I'm not gonna talk. I'm gonna wait for somebody else to break the ice. Now I break the ice. Yeah. You know, because I like I'm like, that. I'm not about to be, I'm not about to be sitting in here <laughs> for 30 minutes to an hour. Can't talk to nobody. Yeah. I'm like, Mm-mm, no. I'm going to try no. that the next time I go somewhere. Yeah. You got to break the ice. You you got to break the ice. Now, if you break the ice and they still not rocking with you, that's on them. You know <laughs> what I mean? You tried. You know, so you don't have to worry about the next time. And I think like building a rapport with people. You know, simple things like, you know, um, I might say, hey, how you doing? You know, mm-hmm. they, they respond and I'm telling them, OK, where you from? All right. They're going to tell you where they from. Well, what you like about where you from? OK, boom. Chances are you might have been where they from. Yeah. It, immediately you got a connection. You're going to start identifying something. The more questions that you ask people, because people are typically not because chances are what I find a lot of the times you know they just as scared as me mm-hmm. you know what I mean they don't they just as timid they waiting for somebody to talk to them and most of the time like I you know occasionally you will walk across that person that's not very friendly and they don't want to talk to you and you just got to move on beyond that you can't take that into every situation that you're yeah, going you can't to take, take it personally right. because I, I remember when I was I was, uh, you know, I was like, I might have been like seventh or eighth grade. You know, I walked into a room and tried that. But I think, like, my lack of genuine confidence is what hurt me. They could tell that I was forcing it, Mm -hmm. you know, and nobody said nothing. I was like, hey, how y'all doing? Nobody said nothing at all. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, oh, okay. I, and so I, for years, I had like this sense of like I'm not gonna put myself out there like that. And I only wanted to really be be around friends and family, and like that's the only. I still keep a small circle to this day, but I find out that the people, just because you have a small circle of people that you actually trust, you know what I mean. I don't really have like three to four true friends. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that your network has to be small. Yeah, I like that point. Yeah, your network doesn't have, it needs to be large because you're going to need to be able to contact people for things, you know, especially in the in the work that I do in media, books, um, you know, um, going towards medicine. I have to be talking to people to be like, okay, do you know what this is? Do you know what that is? Like, I can get to a, a answer a whole lot faster than somebody who doesn't have a network at all. Mm-hmm. 
And sometimes that network can save you. You know what I mean? Like me getting that that um HBCU fellowship to go to Columbia, yeah. that was based on a network. You know, based on somebody I knew. Yeah, and that's a good you know point because that's what's happening in the, with these jobs. Like, who you know deter- determines sometimes if you get the job. Look, that's the only thing. That's- <laughs> <laughs> if you go get this, I'm going to just be real. You know, because all of these jobs <clears throat> that I, you know, I look at, you know, you apply for and they like three, four years of experience. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I get all that. That's cool. But how you expect for me to get the experience? Y'all don't have no entry level jobs from what I see. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, you know, they expect for you to come in with three, four years of experience. I'm like, where are you getting this from? Yeah. No. Don't know? have an education, obviously. Right. So I, you know, one of the things, I ain't going to say their name, but, you know, they know who they are. Um, And I, I really learned a lot from that situation. When I was coming out of Columbia, and, you know, I was looking for, you know, jobs to potentially work, you know what I mean, in my intermission between going to medical school, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, pretty much for bioethics majors, you could be a, a project coordinator, study coordinator, which I eventually ended up becoming that anyway. But when you're trying to find a position, all these positions, you know, Five years of experience, you know, you got to have a PhD, terminal degree. Just thinking about it, (laughs) all of this, you got to have all of these credentials. So you know, I get to talking to people, find out, you know, one of the students in our program got a job lined up already. I'm like, how you how you doing? Oh, I know Doctor So and So. They worked at lab okay yeah they said that i could come on it oh it's relationships it's not it's not the it's not the experience Mm -hmm. the experience part they put that on there just to keep people out of the position keep people from applying really yeah because they gotta post that job nine times out of ten they already know who they gonna have working their job you know, they got somebody coming in that they know. Yeah, That's and why. internal referrals go a long way. Like, from my experience, exactly. if you are an internal referral, you can sometimes even skip straight to a phone screen or a face-to-face interview. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Guys, that's why it's so important. Mimi trying to tell y'all. <laughs> to network. <laughs> that's why it's so important to network because you know people. And a person knowing is 100 times more effective than a resume. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they know you personally. Yeah. They don't have to check a resume. They know. They know you and what you bring to the table. Exactly. So they know, okay, this person can do this. They've been talking to you. They've been able to have a personal connection with you. They know you. You know what I mean? It would be like, the best way I explain networking to somebody, it would be like <clears throat> you trying to hire, you know, you got two of your cousins and you trying to hire one of, one of them might not be that good. The other one probably is. But you know which one is and which one isn't. You know what I mean? Because you have a personal relationship with them. It's the same thing in the business world. You know, a network is 
a network is everything. It's your ability to close a business deal. It's your business. It's your ability to get a job. It's your ability to be able to get into certain areas, do certain things. You know, it's like, it's like, I was at work and, you know, not working there anymore, but <laughs> I was at work <laughs> and this, uh, you know, this this one of my coworkers was telling me, you know, it's like, yeah, I don't even worry about the speed limit. I'm like, why? He's like, oh, because, you know, my cousin, Bop B Wop, is a state trooper. I get all my tickets fixed. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that's like your, that. That's your network. Dang. That's people you know. Yeah. You're not even paying for tickets no more. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I mean? All like, right. Go, I just thought about something today. so simple. Like free food. <laughs> right, exactly. Everybody know they had that. That friend in high school that worked at McDonald's <laughs> or Sonic, hey, come through, man. Extra fries, though. You know what I mean? Like everybody knows that, and it's so simple, but that goes a far, a long way in life. Yep. You know, if I have any, if I have any human resource questions, I ask you. If I have any accounting questions, I'm gonna ask Hunter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But if you don't have that network and you just sitting at home, you know what I mean? On social no media, 2K <laughs> playing 2K or or on social media, all that you're not growing your network. And actually, actually, they got it right. Facebook, Instagram, they telling you it's a social networking site. Yep. Get to know people, but we'd be so focused on you know being in the latest gossip, and posting pictures, <laughs> trying to look cute. We not building no relationship. But there are people who actually use the platform for what it's meant to be used mm-hmm. for. You know what I mean? They actually use it to to promote themselves or use it to um, build relationships with people. Like a lot of these producers that wouldn't have had a chance, they'd have got their demo thrown away. They just be sending these artists free beats. You know? Yeah. And because that social network is like they end up a lot of times building relationships with these artists. You know? So I think that's an important thing to keep in mind is how valuable and important your network really is. Yeah. So I really think you answered my last question about what's the best advice you can give someone who is new to networking or want to start networking. Yeah. Um, don't force it. Don't force it. Like, because <laughs> cause it's, it's going to feel forced and people will know, you know, if you're forcing it. Um, definitely don't force trying to build a relationship, you know. It would be like you know how people say, you know, you thirsty. Like you could be you could come off like that in networking as well. You know, you go into a situation and you know, somebody might be talking, but you so thirsty to talk to them, you like, Hey, how you doing? And you think that that's network is not. You know what I mean? That's bad etiquette. Yeah. You know, and um you know, Dante told me something that's so important. He was like, you know, there's there's tactful persistence and there's tacky persistence. He was like, you know, the tacky person don't care how they go about it. Like, you have to go about networking in a certain manner. You have to be professional. You know, so a lot of the things that go into um, your your networking is because a very large portion of our ability to communicate is not even saying anything. 
it's how you look. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you come into a, I'm just gonna be real. You come into a a a, a, a networking event, you ain't brushed your teeth. You know, clothes not iron, they wrinkled. You got lint on them. You know, <laughs> yeah. You and you trying to network, they can't get past your image. Yes. They, they looking at you like, Mm-mm. you know, because they start evaluating you against a network that they already have in place, and they like, oh, he he don't fit in. He don't fit into my network. So he automatically checking out. So you could be saying the most relevant things. You know what I mean? Things that could really help him. But he really can't get past your image. Yeah. So, you know, that's one thing I had to learn. Like, one thing I don't do anymore when I go to networking events is wear cologne. <clears throat> because I was wearing cologne, but I had a mentor that told me some people are allergic to cologne, Jeremy. And it's like, imagine you trying to have a conversation with somebody <laughs> and they cough because your cologne's too strong. <laughs> That's so you, simple. You know I, I mean? never even thought about nothing like that. Right. Things like that. Uh things like sometimes you can you can oh you got you gotta know the event that you're going to. You could be overdressed, you can be underdressed. You know what I mean? Sometimes we all know. But in the event you do want to be, you would much rather be overdressed than underdressed. Yeah. That's a fact. You know, so if you uncertain, wear a suit. You know what I mean? Or at least a, a dress shirt or something of that nature because your your image goes a long way, you know. Groom yourself. Uh, brush your hair. You know, wash your face. <laughs> <laughs> you know, things like that go a very long way. Um, into the, the type of network because people want to see how you fit into their network, you know, and that's why we look at a lot of times uh, a lot of people don't sell the product. Like the product isn't really what gets a lot of people. That's why, you know, influencer marketing is so, so powerful. What gets a lot of people is them seeing the image that that product portrays. Yeah. You get what I mean? So it's, it would be like, I look at what um, Prince Donnell and Dana, they're able to oh, do. Oh, yeah, I like them so much. I do, I do. <laughs> Is that but his first name? I thought it was just Donnell or whatever. Well, I just was oh. talking about his Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever he call himself, you know, mom called him play, I'm called him play. But, <laughs> you know, like looking at them, they're a brand. You know what I mean? It's a lot of people, you know, that do taxes. But a lot of people don't have a brand behind their taxes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that that's what allows them to be so successful is that they constantly give out value all the time. That's another thing. Make yourself a valuable person. Like, people should know you're in the room. Yeah. That's an important thing as well. Like, when you go to a networking event, People should be saying at home, like, they should be looking in the mirror like, yeah, I got to talk to, you know, Tanikia when she gets here. I, I got to talk to her. You know what I mean? I got I got to build a relationship with her. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the type of reputation that you want to build for yourself because it just makes networking easier. When you have a reputation and you have a brand behind you and people want to get to meet you, you know, you cut out a lot of the, the, the wasting time. Because people, because don't get me wrong, people will waste their time at these networking events. 
I definitely want to say that people will waste your time. You know, we call it a jose. You know, <laughs> so when you feel like you in a jose, get away from it immediately. You know, yeah. when you start feeling like, you know, y'all talking about, you know, high school highlight story. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you got you got to get away from that. It's okay to build a a, a, a personal you know bond and all you know, but get back to the business. Yeah, you know, and understand you know people will try to waste your time. Don't let them waste your time. That's important. Well, that wraps up my discussion, and thanks, Jeremy, for joining. Of course, and I hope. You guys that's listening found value in our conversation and good luck with your networking experience. Jeremy, is there anything that you would like to add, like your social platforms or anything? Yeah, um, definitely. You can um you can follow me on Instagram at uh Black X Intellect. Um or you can follow the Liberators Podcast at the Liberators Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> on um, Instagram, and definitely be sure to uh, continue to support uh, Tonikia and her endeavors as far as what she's doing with this platform, with the podcast, what she's doing with her writing and resume service, her dance service, um, you know, because Nini's a, she's a genuine person, uh, and definitely be sure to support her, and we're looking forward to everybody finding value from this particular podcast. Thanks, Jeremy. Of course. <laughs> Have a good one. You too. Okay, guys. I just wanted to give you some quick tips. When networking, know your why and your purpose for it. If you're in the healthcare industry, it makes sense to network with other healthcare professionals. Always have a pitch and an introduction ready. Be prepared to introduce yourself so people know who you are, what you do, where you've been, and where you're headed. Networking can be a fun and easy way to enrich your life, broaden your horizons, and enhance your career. But it can also be potentially devastating if you act rudely or ignore the needs and desires of others. Remember, you are not selling or simply telling or sponging off of others for your own benefit only. Be generous in sharing your talents, experiences, and ideas And always be respectful of those around you. That's all for today. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Rebranded Podcast, as well as our resume page at revision.writing. Need a resume or some other career service? We got you.